0: I don't know.
1: Scholar.
0: Scholar. 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 <laughs> <laughs> scholar. <coughs> <laughs> scholar. back to another episode of scholarly conversations with yinka and sadia a show where we have conversations with anyone about anything because we can
2: this is our third episode the one about cultural appropriation this episode was inspired by the numerous news stories that have emerged on the topic of cultural appropriation, including the one about the American teenager Kazia Dorn, who wore a cultural Chinese dress to her prom. She received a torrent of messages on Twitter, including some abusive ones. She was called an ignorant cultural appropriator and a casual racist, among other things. Similarly, some celebrities, most notably Miley Cyrus, Kim Kardashian and Nicki Minaj, have come under fire for sporting hairstyles and other items of clothing that belong to other cultures. Gigi and Bella Hadid, two renowned models, have been criticised for taking pictures of themselves wearing Arabian outfits, despite their semi-Arab heritage. The cultural appropriation debate has many dimensions to it and many people argue that cultures should not be reduced to mere costumes, especially not in the context of Halloween parties or deliberate racism for the sake of humour. Some people who have been accused of cultural appropriating argue that they are appreciating and not appropriating other cultures by wearing certain things or adopting certain practices. In an increasingly globalised world, it's becoming increasingly difficult to reject the gradual fusions of cultures. It's almost universally agreed that the sharing of culinary dishes between different cultures should be limitless. But where exactly should we draw the line when it comes to food and hairstyles?
0: To find answers to our questions, we set out to have conversations with people to get people's opinions on the topic. What did people have to say? The first person we spoke to was Siham and this is what she had to say.
1: This is Scholarly Conversations with Sadia and Yinka.
0: Can you introduce yourself to... Uh, hi, I'm Siham. And you're in year 12. Oh, yeah. okay. So what, what would you say your understanding of cultural appropriation is? Uh,
3: my understanding of cultural appropriation is when you adopt something you adopt us you adopt a culture I mean you adopt something from a different culture but this is it can be kind of wide it can be like in a type of exercise exercising be a hairstyle so I think yeah I don't really understand it from that.
2: do you think it's ever acceptable
3: I think it's yeah it could be acceptable. I mean the world is changing all the time and if people I mean that's how we grow as people we adopt from different stuff we you know we get the influence but I mean I think there could be a limit as well. So uh,
2: yeah. what do you think those limits should be? I
3: think the limit should be that um if you adopt it from if you adopt something from a culture, you should at least give recognition to that culture. You shouldn't adopt it and think of it as your own. You should say, Oh, I I got this idea from blah blah, 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 and give respect to that culture. I was reading the comments, and most of them were from people who were not even from that culture, and what I saw is that most it was it was a Chinese dress, wasn't it? And most mm-hmm. of the people who were from Chinese heritage were saying that if she wants to wear that dress, and if she thinks it's beautiful, and she's actually, I don't know, she's actually wearing it, and she's actually showing it off, I think that they just said it's okay, it doesn't really matter, it's not that she's disrespecting their culture or not, mm-hmm. she's taking it and giving it a whole new name, like yeah. how Kim was saying, so I don't think that's really, I think that's a problem.
2: Do you think so much sentimental value should be attached to superficial things, seemingly superficial things like clothes and hairstyles?
3: Um, I don't really know but I feel like um, for like box braids I think that's called and cornrows they have some sort of history behind them and yeah. like it's what I don't know what really it is but I think that it, it had some sort of um, importance in Africa when people would wear those types sort of um, hairstyles so I think that that I mean, it could, you could give it some value because of that, but then I feel like time has gone on and like that value has just decreased. I don't think that we should not really no.
4: um,
2: People kind of project their um, their feelings towards colonialism onto things like clothes, and they think they kind of blame the descendants of Mm colonisers almost saying you stole our land once and now you're stealing our clothes and our styles Um, so you mentioned history and people do attach a great deal of historical significance to things Um, but I definitely think that some items of clothing and uh, some practices they kind of blur the lines when it comes to history, for example uh, henna or mendi some people get very offended when um, for example white people wear henna
0: Fire
2: alarm. is that actually is it really
0: is <laughs> I mean, it's not yelling
2: here no it's not it's, it's not. not fire firearm. yeah we're dying we'll in a good way <laughs> um, what was it saying oh yeah but um, the origins of henna are quite disputed some people think it comes from Af- some historians think it comes from Africa some from Asia some from Arabia um, so I think that it's quite divisive to say that this belongs solely to us and you can't ever
0: have it. Yeah. Should we we kill the interview? We had to cut the conversation short to figure out if it was actually a fire alarm or not. It wasn't. Next, I continued the conversation with Sharon. Apologies in advance for the background noise. My name's Sharon. And so what's your... What's your point of view on cultural appropriation?
5: Um, it's a topic that I don't have too, too much knowledge on, but obviously everyone hears about it and stuff. Um, I do think sometimes certain situations are blown out of proportion. Um, though I do understand where people are coming from in certain situations. Like, the whole the dress thing, mm-hmm. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Like, she saw the dress, she liked it, yeah. and... It's not that like she's making fun of the culture. I think she just she, obviously it's not her it's not her culture, and that's very very evident. But it's a thing where <laughs> No, it's True it's 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 evident that that's not her culture. But she I think she's appreciating it, isn't it. She's she liked the dress. She knows the origins of it. Even that pose. Okay, I can people will be like talking about it. It's controversial. Blah blah blah. But I don't think she had bad intentions. So I don't. Get why it 's being blown out like that that like, there's so many other things that are going on in the world that we 're ignoring, but we 're focusing on oh my m- minute things like that's this
0: so because like some people they, they they just like almost want to be angry at things that are not supposed like and not that deep just mm-hmm. because it's almost like it's easier to be angry at those small things exactly than, like, and then the forget bigger, the big th- issues like, the big issues because it feels like if you can change this small thing, maybe then you can change the big thing but mm. What, what do you think about that? I think sometimes just stuff like this is just to keep—that
5: like, to keep people talking in the news, isn't it? But mm. they're little distractions from the real problems in the world. Like politics is crazy, and I'm not—I'm not big on politics either. But everyone hears about stuff: Brexit, the USA, Russia, China, everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But then you now see, um, in big font girl this 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 cultural appropriation yeah like come on it's not even that deep i think it's just though i, I do understand where people are coming from because it's like let's say if i saw i don't know and actually no if i saw some a white person wearing gele and tie ankara <laughs> i'll be like she looks cute like she's embracing the culture culture evidently still not her culture but i think as long as people are making fun of it or aren't making the mockery of it then it's not an issue unless they're doing it to now like mock people mock Africans mock Chinese people mock um, Moroccan people whatever then it's not an issue I don't think that for from what how I get that then is that then it shouldn't be a problem if your culture is more than a costume or an outfit if you know your culture is more than just what people wear or the food that they eat people doing so shouldn't make you feel threatened or mm-hmm. offended because your culture is bigger than that that like quote you're saying if that makes sense yeah. that's how I see it
0: also because like as a nigerian if i if i saw someone wearing like like as you say ghele and all of yeah. that stuff i didn't think i'm going to start running after them like in
5: it saying cultural appropriation exactly. like that's not your culture <laughs> it's, it's like really it's evidently it is nigerian culture culture or mm-hmm. like west african culture but like i don't get it they didn't do anything they didn't offend me kind of thing that's how i see it it depends it does and then it also depends if the culture is being acknowledged. Like, I think the whole... I can't remember. I think it was the Kylie Jenner, like, cornrows thing. Mm-hmm. No. That that one there. But then there was another one. I can't remember what exactly happened. But they... Like, the designer basically, like, tried to say that she came up with the design.
6: Okay, yeah. But
5: this is, like, a traditional outfit of a certain culture. That's when there's a problem. Because you're totally disregarding the origins of it. And trying to... Like, you. it's evident it's from that culture. But you're trying to say, you no, know, you designed it, you re you know, renovated it, made it a new big thing, making it just an outfit, but there's yeah. more to it and you're not acknowledging the origins of it, the people that would be offended by
0: that, if that makes sense. This is
7: Scholarly Conversation with Sadia and Yinka.
0: The following interviews were conducted by one of the new members of the Scholarly team. Her name is Ife. She asked, Do you believe in cultural appropriation? And these are the very interesting answers she got.
4: Okay, so yeah, I believe that cultural appropriation is real. It's a real thing. And when people say that it's not cultural appropriation, it's cultural appreciation, I don't believe that because there are some things you can't do if you're not of that race or anything. For example, I don't see the point or I don't think it's right when you see people, um, so let's say white people or caucasian people when they are trying to do braids or um let's say garner braids or canes or all of that because when you think about the history that is behind it it is more than just a hairstyle it is the way that we had to style our hair because the white slaves said we couldn't have our hair out and that was the only way we were able to keep hair or else we had to shave our hair and hair is a big like thing in i would say black culture so having another person of another race who used to Um, enslave us and push us down because of what we had and because of who we were now saying that you can come and use it is like is a complete contradictory whether it's your ancestors or whether it's now like I don't think it is right and also when the same thing with when like when people go to festivals and they put on bindies or when they do the um like the American Indians that kind of clothing and stuff. It is such a cultural appropriation because if you look at the history behind why they do these things and what they went through to be able to do that in the end, it is more than just like a fashion statement. It is a serious thing where you have to respect those people and what they've gone through and to show that respect you need to not do you need to not do it like it's a part of someone's culture you can accept it and embrace it by just not doing it i think you don't always have to be involved in things by like physically doing it it's just by your words and your heart's intentions that should be enough it's not every day you know it's not every day trying to be the person you know just be you
7: So I also think that um, cultural appropriation is bad because say like you know the Kardashians how they've normalised wigs for everyone to use now and I find it like very just wrong because. Wigs has been part of like black culture for how long and then it was always looked down upon but until like the Kardashians started to wear it it's seen as acceptable and it's kind of like not appreciating someone's culture from the origins but appreciating it from Like the person who kind of brought it, not brought it back, but kind of made it their own and it's not like respecting the culture that comes behind it and it's just wrong like like what melissa said you can appreciate something without actually doing it because if you do it it's not it's not your culture like it has to have some meaning to you before you do something like you can't just do it because it's the trend and it's just not respectful to the background
1: I have no issue with cultural appropriation because you are embracing other people's um, cultural backgrounds and I think that just brings a more diverse community and I think that's what we are all working towards where we can all accept each other's cultures and backgrounds and um, each other's traditions you know from wherever we come from however obviously there is a line there's a fine line between embracing someone's culture and not understanding the meaning behind it. Um, I think a big issue that has arised in many years like before would be perhaps where you would wear for example a hindu symbol which is a called a, a bindi on your forehead however you use it for um beauty purposes rather than the purpose it's actually used for i'm not sure if i'm correct but i think the meaning behind it is the fact that you want to get rid of the evil eye um the evil eye is something where people when they get jealous of other people they kind of send bad um I don't know send bad messages to that person and this bindi kind of prevents that happening it's it's obviously a Hindu tradition a Hindu uh, symbol of their faith however some people when they you know white, black, Asian whoever is maybe not Hindu might put that on and use that to take pictures or just to look pretty and I think um, that is where culture appropriation may be considered as wrong. However, embracing someone else's culture, I think that's completely fine. I think that's what is encouraged to do, to be honest, because it builds more diversity and acceptance of everyone in society.
8: I personally believe People are made to relate with one another. No human being is an island. We are to inspire one another. If I have good qualities or something nice and you like it, I believe as human beings, we are supposed to inspire one another. So there is nothing wrong in you seeing the nice thing that I do or that I have and you inspire to want to have it. That being saying, for example, if my culture, it's Respect is a big thing, uh, and you happen to like that. You can adapt. You can have that. You can have that um, in your lifestyle. You can choose to have that in your home, and say, oh, "I like, for example, I like the Yoruba culture, the Nigerian culture, I like that particular culture," and you're not even a Nigerian. You might not even be black, but you like the way they relate with one another. You like the way they use curtsy when they're greeting one another so you can adapt you can you can take that culture into your own family just because you like it and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it it is not because a person follows that culture or believe it's their culture everyone else is not allowed to claim it example if I see a Caucasian person with braids hair I'm not supposed to say, oh, they're not supposed to have braided hair because they're Caucasian. Absolutely not. They like it. They're entitled to have it. it is this, everybody's entitled to have anything they want or do whatever they like. We, we are supposed to inspire one another. If I inspire you to do good, then I am fulfilled. If I inspire you, to do good to do something that is positive then guess what i have done well as long as my what i'm inspiring is not to do bad is not to go and stab one another or i don't know listen to songs that are inciting hatred amongst race or whatever but i am absolute believer of human beings are supposed to inspire one another no culture is for only one race if one race has a culture and another race likes that culture be my guest
1: (laughs) this is scholarly conversations with sadia and yinka
2: Joined here by Jemima Williams, who is the president of debate society here at Harris Westminster. Last week, Jemima hosted a debate on the topic of cultural appropriation. So, Jemima, what do you understand by the term cultural appropriation?
9: I think it's when somebody's culture, which has previously been unappreciated or oppressed, is now being used by another um, race, for example, and is is being celebrated. a different race
2: Do you think that it's just an aesthetic thing or do you think we should extend the debate to things like food and language and music?
9: I don't think sometimes it shouldn't go that far because there's a difference between culture sharing and cultural appropriation like everybody should be able to indulge in different people's cultures and look at London like we're so diverse you wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if I walk into like an Indian food shop or a Chinese food shop because that's just how diverse we are but things like food, I don't think are... They're, they're, that's not cultural appropriation. It's more with something that is not necessarily fundamental to, to a culture, but it's, it's very personal. For example, hair, that's a very big thing in certain cultures. And when it was previously oppressed, and then now people are, for example, um, Kim Kardashian wearing, like... Um, cane rows and now everybody's like oh, look at this, like everyone's celebrating it now, or big big nips. But buns, Kim Kardashian
2: was actually attacked online for wearing cane rose. do you think that she should have, do you think that people should appro- have approached it in like a more level-headed way or do you think she deserved the kind of abuse she got? I don't online?
9: think she necessarily deserved it and it's not necessarily her fault that because she was attacked but she was also appreciated, like yeah. people saw saw that as maybe the beginning of a new trend and it's not necessarily her fault that it becomes cultural appropriation it's about society which celebrates her instead of celebrating the black people
2: do you think there's a similar kind of appropriation when it comes to activism because just like um her wearing cane rolls that was celebrated similar things happen when uh, white people join the black lives matter movement for instance
9: but that that doesn't i don't think that's cultural appropriation that's just standing up for a cause
2: I mean, like, do you, would you see it as a sort of appropriation of activism?
9: No, I think activism is for everyone, but I don't think, for example, dreadlocks are for everyone. Like, dreadlocks don't even fit white people's hair. It's it's not made for that. So that that is not for everybody. That's kind of not necessarily stealing, but if you're stealing the glory, that is stealing. But activism is something that, for example, with feminism, guys get involved with that too. So, um, activism is for everyone.
2: But on the topic of dreadlocks, um, some historians believe that um, there are sort of parallel practices with hair in other cultures. So, in certain Indian cultures, for example, do you think it's okay if Indian people wear dreadlocks?
9: I I don't get it.
2: So, um, you know how dreadlocks come from African cultures? Um, Apparently, they have, like, there's some cultures. Indian ones, for example, that, oh my god, I don't know what I'm saying.
9: Um, Yeah, I was just thinking how with um, dreadlocks coming from Caribbeans and Rastafarians and being fundamental to their religion or culture, is it appropriation if black African girls wear things like faux locks? What do you think? I... That's the thing. It depends what you mean by cultural appropriation. But I don't think it is because if people wouldn't all of a sudden celebrate black girls for wearing dreadlocks. I think that's, yeah. that's the root of the issue. That's where people get hurt.
2: Yeah, people say that the root of the issue is the power imbalance is present yeah. when, Um, like, white people yeah. adopt these hairstyles. But within pan-African cultures, do you think it's okay?
9: I think it is because... Where's the imbalance there? Like there, there isn't really any.
2: Cute.
0: The react is like.
10: Uh, so, so someone mentioned that it, it was, you know, sometimes it could be cultural appreciation, mm-hmm. but there's some things you can't do if you're not of a certain race. So they gave the example of braids and how white people are <laughs> the re- <laughs> white people are, you know, the um are the oppressors, they're the colonizers yeah. and now they're taking away braids from us.
0: Yeah and black people white people force black people to
10: to do braids. To do braids. But I think that's we, the like point. I think people are just forgetting that we've been doing braids. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't Savvy, you know, it was a long time ago but it wasn't that long ago in, in in the sense where when they did come and colonize us, we our heads were just out there. No, we had <laughs> braids, we had cornrows, we would we've been doing this, you know, and it's not I think people just kind of always kinda take cultural appropriation with uh, physical aspects of, you know, being black and, you know, black people we're not just these objects we're, yeah. oh, we're not fashion icons, you know, we're influencers we're academics, we don't just sit here we're not just athletes or like these people that you just see and you take physical um, things away from us so you can't, we're putting ourselves down when we just always focus on how people view us physically mm-hmm.
0: you know? I think that's one of the points like, I got from that, it's like it's like almost everyone's condemning like blackness to just one, to thing. This one thing, and then, no. like, but
10: like, first of all, everyone should watch Napoli Ever After*. That woman shaved her hair because she wasn't going to be defined by this system where you sh- you must have hair to be beautiful. No, mm-hmm. black people we're beautiful because we're beautiful. We're not beautiful because we have hair or we have braids or whatever, you know. And you saying that uh oh, you can't do certain things that other races do. If we take this to a a a country. Uh, dynamic does that mean that as Africans we can't have dreadlocks or faux locks because that's from the Caribbeans, is that, is that how you, we're going to stem it down to, that's how I saw it so I don't think you should say that white people can't have braids, like just let them have braids, or this idea that um, Kim Kardashian has normalised wigs you know, but wigs didn't come from black people I don't, like, Madonna has been doing wigs, you know, you have all these actresses doing, or celebrities doing wigs they didn't come from black people and it was just a way of maintaining hair. It, does, it doesn't have to be associated with black people. We have
0: hair too, you know? You don't that's just true. dash on wigs and call it a day. And, like, the, 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 everyone's trying to use history as an argument. Like, yeah. you don't know the history behind it. But, like... You don't know like, the history behind exactly, it yourself. Like, I, I, can I stop you as a black person and say, <laughs> like... Can you tell me the history of the braid that's on your head? Or, like, are, are we saying, like, every time a black person goes into, a, like, a, a shop to do their hair, they, the, the hairdresser should ask them... um. So you're asking to do um, dreadlocks. What is the history of dreadlocks?
10: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's that's actually um, interesting, because for you to say that a white person should know the history or should never uh, do braids or should never have wigs or weave, it's the same way where you yourself should not ever wear wigs always again you should be accepting your natural hair you can't call yourself pro-black and be doing straight Brazilian long mm, hair mm. but then at the same time you're complaining that Kim Kardashian he's doing braids you have to pick one it's not just oh when someone does it to us it's a problem but when we do it to them no 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 we've been and oppressed it, for so long that's mm, not the mentality black people no, should be having it, that's the one
0: Gosh. and there's also like the argument of like assimil- assimilation like we're, <laughs> we're only doing this because we've been assimilated like we're only black people are condemned to like straightening their hair because they, they, they're so repressed by white people but it's like if we're stuck in this mentality that we're victims all the time it's like I don't see any progression being made we're just going to be stuck in like oh that person like just getting angry at minute things that yeah. that I, I don't want to say they're relevant because they're not relevant. like hair yeah. is important yeah. like all of that stuff but you you can't be I, I don't know how to phrase into words without just, sounding
10: just the fact you know we don't want to limit ourselves to the things that people keep uh Calling us by or describing us as it shouldn't just be about. Our... I don't, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it's just explaining that it's hard, you know.
0: It's like it's it's almost there's ignorance. There's too yeah. much ignorance and like
10: because a lot of people did. They, they don't. You you take your views from this uh, American centric you know yeah. idea. But yeah. You don't know the history of slavery in the UK itself or Black British uh, history and it's just like how how can you come and speak about being pro-black when you don't even know your own history in itself and then talk about assimilation and talk about um cultural appropriation so
0: it's, 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 i blame it on, the, on the school education and, mm, in yeah, the, yeah. the curriculum in the uk it's like black 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 history is american black history it's not british black history mm-hmm. because it's almost like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. and that's why like a lot of people, even in terror, like in society, like every the arguments that most people had was arguments about, oh, in in the, during the civil rights movement, <laughs> this like, happened. It's like, oh, do, oh the, black people were slaves, Americans. But what about the black slaves that were in, in the, the UK? UK? What about the the black civil rights movement in the UK? But well, no one knows no any one knows of that no. because the school curriculum hasn't taught. The
10: whole situation is very complex. I just feel like people should not start. Using um, discriminatory language against white people based on the things that they do. Because, yeah, a lot of them are are uneducated with African history, but I don't think the first thing you should do is start to um, imply that they're doing this um, out of malice or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, out of hatred. (laughs)
0: Like, not every. Oh, I, do you remember, there was a video of a lady who who literally stopped this white guy and was yelling at him about his dreads, yeah. asking him why does he have dreads and, like, what does it mean to him? Mm-hmm. Like, does he know that he's ruining someone else's, like, <laughs> um culture and he's making fun of someone else's culture? And the guy was literally, he was just going to lessons and doing his own thing. Yeah. Like, he didn't mean any, any because, like, harm Because, yeah, by if, him, if
10: you yourself, as someone who has dreads or braids, Cannot give like a justification of what braids mean to you how do you expect someone else who's doing it to give that same level of um justification the same way we wear jeans in the western world we don't know why we wear it it's nice we just do it but at least we know that it's from the western world or else for people who just throw out the word cultural appropriation you have to be the same person who comes into school every day with your not relaxed natural hair wearing your african attire every single day and then you and then we'll see then you can come here and say oh cultural appropriation is a thing Do you see so don't make it like a just be very uh vigilant and assertive with the claims that you make against
0: yeah sadia um i'm just calling to ask is there a conclusion to this episode i feel perhaps there's no conclusion to be made on the topic of cultural appropriation it's a complex issue that we could spend hours debating about. In trying to find answers, we will just get more questions, like questions like, does what some consider cultural appropriation just a consequence of diversity? Is history relevant in this debate? Are there any more pressing issues to worry about than cultural appropriation? I mean, you might have answers to some of these questions, but one thing that can be said about cultural appropriation is that with anything concerning culture intention and recognition matters because it is a sensitive issue and maybe this is the line what do you think
2: certain dish Um, do we draw the line with where do we draw the line with things like language because um, many countries have been colonized in the past so should it be a rule that the descendants of these colonizers should not be allowed to learn a Surface thing, or you can look at it as being deeply political. It would be quite narrow-minded of us to say that cultural exchange in all its forms is wrong and you know shouldn't continue to happen. But the argument with um, cultural appropriation in particular is that with the cultural so-called cultural exchange that's taking place.
0: Yeah, um, I think we, should, I think we should just leave the conclusion to the listeners. Let them come up with their own conclusion themselves. Because obviously, a lot of people have said a lot of things in this episode, and I just think people should just think about what they, what people have said and like. Consider what they agree with and what they disagree with. Yeah, Anyways, see you at secure. Bye.
11: Me now, if I, told you I got caught up in a gave it away. But you hear me out. If I told you I was days. I was gonna break.
0: Before we sign off, some quick thank yous. Thank you to everyone who made this episode possible. The one about cultural appropriation. Thank you to CM, Sharon, Melissa, Jemima. Vanessa, thank you to our new team members, Ife and Amari. Look out for the episode in the future. If you'd like to join the team, follow us on Instagram at scholarlyconvo. Remember, opinion is the medium between knowledge and ignorance. So go and have yourself a scholarly conversation today. Until next time, this is Light On by Maggie Rogers.
11: in oh so many ways oh and i never change oh i couldn't stop it tried to figure it out but everything kept moving and the noise got too loud with everyone